Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm speaking with Yvonne Piero a multidimensional healer and soul alchemist who uses breathwork, movement, and sound as a pathway for transformation. Through a pattern of connected breath, shamanic elements, and channeled language, she can guide you into an etheric experience of healing mind, body, and soul. Vaughn is also the host of the podcast Cosmic Healing, And I'm excited to be chatting with her about her journey into channeling, as well as how you can open up your intuitive senses to be able to channel as well. Let's dive in and get started. Hi, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited about this conversation. Me too. Tell us, what do you feel is your cosmic calling? Oh, I feel like that cosmic calling always, it evolves as we evolve. And so right now my cosmic calling is to, uh, I'm really feeling very connected to the divine feminine. Like I know I am a divine feminine channel right now. Like this is the, this is what, what my cosmic calling is, is right here right now is to, to help elevate heal and and bring forth that divine feminine energy because that is going to heal the world. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Why does this feel so important to you right now? I mean, we're going through such major massive changes and that divine feminine energy is all about receiving and nurturing and just it's in flow and it's it's easy and it's soft but yet it's like fierce and fire and we're just the divine feminine energy is everything and it has been suppressed for so 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 long and i literally just feel mother earth rumbling underneath our feet just creating this this surge of awakening and pulling us deeper into this healing healing of that of the divine feminine energy absolutely how did we're going to dive right in how did channeling come about for you like tell us how you got started with this ability and honing it and owning it too <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because I really didn't think of myself as a channel until just recently, but, you know, looking back now that I understand what is happening to my body and when, you know, when I am channeling, I'm like, oh, wow, like I'm channeling right now. But for so long, I was like, it's no big deal. And and so I want to say that because I feel like we probably are channeling, you know, but it's just like we we're talking to experts that are like, I'm channeling this. Like I had never even claimed that this is what I was doing, but it was definitely what I was doing all along, you know? So I think that's where we can get into like a little bit of a comparison. Like, well, I'm not doing it like she's doing it. So I must be doing it wrong. And so I definitely want to make that a little sidebar note. And we can come back to that in a little bit, but I have been on a pretty intense journey for the past seven years. 
when I was 43, I just was, I had my perfect little life. I've got my husband and my two kids and I live out in the burbs. I was a full-time practicing massage therapist. And yet, you know, on paper, everything looked perfect, but I was like, but I feel like I'm not doing something like I, something feels off. And then my gut health went downhill. You know, I feel like that. I really do believe gut health is like the first sign of like, something's off child, <laughs> pay attention to your body, you know, because that's where we hold all of our lower chakras and all of our emotions and our central nervous system. And so I just believe when we're not fully aligned with our purpose, that that's the way our body first, like has the biggest, boldest way to communicate with us. And so I ended up going, you know, of course, after going to a traditional doctor and they were like, oh, it's just whatever. And they wanted to do all the things. And I was like, no, no. So I ended up finding a holistic doctor we did a lot of muscle testing and then through muscle testing, I learned more about energy. And then I went on this path of like personal growth that led into my spiritual growth journey. And so literally like seven years ago, I was just like average little suburban mom massage therapist. And now what I do and the journey of becoming this of what I do now has just been the biggest like plot twist. I had no idea all of this was available to me. And it's just so exciting because now I love working with other women, especially. Um, I work with men too, but I just love, love, love working with the women and just helping them see that everything that is happening and possible for myself is available and possible for, for everyone. I mean, it's, available. Like, because if I could be who I was and now I'm this version of myself, then I'm like, holy shit, like this is possible. It is available to everyone. My biggest thing was kind of had like my big awakening seven years ago. And then I, I went on a retreat six years ago in Sedona. And at that retreat, I experienced breath work. And in that breath work experience, like my whole body lit up. I felt Holy Spirit moving through my body. And I just kept hearing Holy Spirit say, you are a healer, you are a healer, you are a healer. And it was just crazy. And I was, I really think I levitated at one point, like my body, I had never felt so alive, like so connected mind, body and spirit. And as I did in that moment. And so I I live in Atlanta. So I came back after that retreat. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm a healer. Now what? Like, (laughs) what does that mean? I don't know. I'm a massage therapist. I mean, I knew that massage therapy like incorporated into healing, you know, but I was like, but I knew there was something more. And it took me a year to figure out that I was the one that was supposed to go do breath work and get certified and trained because I came back after that experience and I was obsessed with breath work, but there were no breath work teachers. And this that's been five years now. I, I just celebrated my five-year anniversary of my breath work healing training. So I went to this Sacred Breath Academy is who I got my training through. And we did a week-long training because you have to be, if you're going to lead classes and teach classes, then you kind of have to be the best version of yourself. And so that week we did some really intense work and about day three, we were deep into our breathwork meditation experience, which is like an active meditation for breathwork. For those that aren't familiar, it is a connected pattern of breath. And if you do this connected pattern of breath for about 
10 to 15 minutes, it gets you into an altered state of consciousness. So you literally are like, it's like you take drugs. I mean, it is like you are definitely having a psychedelic experience. And so on day three, you know, I'm in it. I love it. It's great. And all of a sudden my body just went like really like limp, you know, and my, like my head, like kind of like in a hypnosis session, you know, like my, where your body just is like, and so I kind of fell over like that. And my Vaughn brain was like, what is happening right now? Like, why am I, why is my body like this? And then all of a sudden, like this whoosh of energy came moving through my body and my posture sat up and my whole body was like filled up with this energy that I was, that was so holy and commanding and powerful. And it was a past life version of myself that was moving through me. Like it wasn't me because it, I mean, because this energy like moved through me, it channeled through me. And I like did this huge healing on the whole class and the whole experience. And then after that, like my body was like, and I like passed out for like two days. Cause I was like, what the hell was that? Like, I'm not going to lie. Like it freaked me the hell out because my body had never experienced anything like that before. So then that happened. And I, I just thought that was incredible and amazing. And I didn't understand, right. Cause I'm such a newbie. Like I only at this point, like two years, I was like, eh, I think something's off, you know? So it was like a real, <laughs> you know, like I really was like, what is happening to me? And then I just, over the past five years, I have been on a journey of self-discovery and uh, just learning what is available and possible for us. And the more that I heal myself, the more that I heal the inner, uh, wounds, you know, from this lifetime and past lifetimes and, and just let go of so much of the, the past and fear of the future. And I really just allow myself to be in the, in the present moment. My body truly has become a vessel to channel. So it's been an incredible experience that I I literally did not know what was happening all along. But now looking back, I can be, oh, that's that's what was happening. And that's what had to happen for this to happen and this to happen and this to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like a natural unfolding or like unfurling of the petals of your intuition that came about. You weren't just like born, right? Like uh, so aware and awake, like gradually built up. For yes, you. yes, absolutely. It's been such a, a. I mean, it's been hard. I mean, it's. I mean, there's nothing easy about a healing journey. I mean, I think we all. I'm sure all your listeners were all on this path, and and it's hard, but it's the most beautiful. I call it the most brutal thing that we can do for <laughs> ourselves because it's just incredible to be able to access multi dimensions and 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 explore in those realms and just be so open to to play up there and and just be open to receive the, the magic that it wants to pull through our bodies you know of to activate to activate our bodies because i do believe when we are channeling that that's what happens i mean we're we're being activated mhm now that you've gotten to feel more comfortable with channeling and it doesn't freak you out so much and it's kind of become more of like a daily part of your flow, what do you feel like being able to channel has brought to your life? Like how has it benefited you? It has been 
such a gift to, it's been such a journey mainly of, of trust is the foundation of everything with channeling, because you really have to have a strong foundation to trust yourself, you know, that what is happening, that it's like, I am safe. What I'm experiencing is, is totally normal, even though it's not normal at all. It's totally normal, you know, like for you, (laughs) like it is safe here. It is safe here. So to create that safety within your body first, your body and your nervous system is really, really, really important. And then with that automatically spirit has a trust with you, you know? So it's like, we've got, I've got this connection to spirit that is like, I trust spirit and spirit trusts me. And so therefore I am able to hold it, you know, and, and trust what is coming in and and the way that I protect myself from any negative energies or anything like that. I will say just recently, a lot of people have been like, wow, you must be so exhausted. Like, cause I'll just channel this huge healing experience for my client or something. They're like, are you so exhausted? And I'm like, no, I feel amazing. And I was like, wow, like my body's really been in preparation over the past few years, especially f- allowing me for this moment in time where I can be this level of a, of a channel and, and healer for whoever is needs it. And so I was working with a client a couple of weeks ago and Lilith showed up for my client. And when I channel, like, I'm not just hearing, like, it's not like up in my head. I'm not hearing things like it's like a full body channel. And so Lilith, goddess Lilith, who is just a real firecracker, um, she moved into my body and literally just took over the entire healing session. And again, like my Vaughn brain is over to the side of being like, what is happening right now? But it's like, I have such a trust cultivated with myself and with spirit that it's like, okay, it is safe here. But she came in hot, like with capital letters where I was like, oh, oh, okay, we're doing this. Like she's very commanding and aggressive and just had like, she she had a job to do with this client and was really working hard on her. After that session, that was probably the first time in a really long time that I was wiped out because usually I don't, you know, it's like my body and I feel like this with everyone, like your body can only, I I say this a lot, you will only release or receive what you are ready for or what you can handle. So your body literally won't receive something that you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. That just feels like too much, you know, like, like literally there's your ego or your nervous system or something will, will not let it happen. And if you are ready for it, then you're asking, you know, you're like, I'm ready to receive, you know, this and to be an open vessel or whatever. So that one threw me for a loop because her energy was so big and my body was not a- adjusted to that level of energy. So it took me a couple of days to recover and I, I rested and I was gentle with myself. But then the thing about channeling is like, now she's a part of me, you know, like I have that direct access to her now. And, and that, I think that that's the super fun thing about channeling is like, once you have that connection, it's so easy to make because you're like, Oh, like, like it already feels so comfortable. It's already, it's already happened. It's like, Oh, I can go do this. Like, let me just hop in here and, and share this messages or share this healing or whatever like that. So that's really cool thinking about it like that, you know, cause it's like, once it happens, it can happen again, because that therefore creates that trust and that safety within your body and with spirit. 
Mm -hmm. You've like created a groove. You brought up a really interesting point kind of in a way where, and this might be really basic to some people, but there's like a whole slew of positive, beautiful energies that want to help us. And so that's really what you're doing when you're channeling. It's not um, like, I remember when I first started, I'd be like, who is that? And I'd like question it. And I'd be like, are you bad or are you good? And I was like obsessed with doing that. And so I had to go through it. Um, I had to go into it through working with angels because of course I'm going to trust angels. And then for me, that helped me open up to other energies like deities or goddesses or whatever. And it, for me, it's not every day. It's just every once in a while. I'm like, oh, Isis is checking in on me. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's And it's so cool. Like with Isis, for example, I had been feeling Isis around me for a little bit, like where she was just hanging out around my shoulder a little bit like, oh, hey, like I was seeing so much about her and everything was like gold and just everything was Isis, Isis, Isis. And then when it was time for her to really like move through me and me to channel all of her energy and her frequency, it was like, whoa, but my body had been preparing for like, I didn't realize it, you know, that's the thing. Like I didn't realize any of this. And I I feel like that's where if someone's trying too hard to think about it, like if I'm like, I want to channel ISIS, you know, then it's just going to be it's it's going to make it too difficult because you're overthinking everything. And I, all I know is like, I kept thinking like, wow, Isis, I'm really feeling her vibe lately. And then next thing you know, I'm like channeling her and she's speaking through me. And, and it's like, oh, wow. That's why she was hanging around because it was time for me to really receive her and her medicine and her codes within me. Yeah. And when you say hanging around, it's almost like it just comes to your mind and you kind of feel it in your being. And yeah, yeah, I think some people will expect it to just be like this really loud voice in your head. And for me, at least I find channeling to be more subtle. Like it's a sixth or seventh sense. It feels like a different layer that it's coming from. It flows in very naturally. You don't have to like force it. And, and it's when it's meant to happen too. Like, I'm sure you didn't call like, okay, Lilith, we need you. It's like, you're like, I'm a channel for benevolent energies of the highest good for this person. And that's who popped in. Yes. Yes, exactly. And that's how it is at all times. And that's that trust is because I'm not looking for any, all I know is that when I'm sitting in front of a a client, you know, I, because more of the healings that I do are very body based. And so I think that's, well, I know that's why when I channel, I have to feel it in my body because that's how I communicate what is happening with my client, because I'm, I'm, that's just the way that my body communicates and and receives messages and is, is through the body. So when I'm channeling, like I'll, with the client, I'll channel their highest self. And it's like their highest self moves through me so that I can feel exactly where in my body that person is, is feeling whatever needs to be moved through. And so it's really fascinating. And I didn't, I wasn't like planning on becoming a channel that could, that could do that. And then that's just the way it, it turned out. But 
it gets to be what, like everybody is just has their own magic and their own medicine. And I really, you know, talk going back to that little nugget about the comparison. I mean, I don't even try, I mean, I guess because I really didn't understand what was happening in the beginning. I really had no one to compare it to. I wasn't like, I'm channeling and this is what's happening. I was like, this is interesting. What is happening? And then I just kept exploring what that looked and felt like for me and my body. And if the minute I tried to compare it to anybody else or talk to other people about channeling, then it would have skewed my own experience. And so I think this conversation is so important for people just to learn how to surrender into their own magic, their own way that their body wants to receive that next level of medicine. Cause that's what it is when you're channeling it, it is, you know, we're all coming from the highest and holiest of good. So we are channeling for our, our highest good. Yes. And it's interesting, like this is your calling. So for you, it's going to be really loud and you're doing it all the time for people. And it's just like, it washed over you because this is like the sea you're meant to swim in, you know? But at the same time, I feel like we all can channel. It's just, like you said, it's finding our way of doing it, finding the way it works for us, finding the benefits we want to have from it. And it's something that's available to all of us, I feel. But like, yeah, yours is just, this is part of who you are. So I really want to go into your astrology chart and explain that to the stars too. Oh, amazing. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yay. Starting off with your sun sign, your sun is in cancer, which is the sign of the divine feminine in the 12th house of spirituality and higher purpose. So this probably comes as no surprise to our listeners who are studying astrology that really your purpose is to help people connect with a higher purpose and the unseen realms and release the limiting beliefs and blocks that get in the way of us achieving our soul missions and all of that beautiful mystical stuff. So that's really how you express yourself the best and might've been sort of more of an internal process for you for most of your life. And part of working with the 12th house is like owning it and stepping into it. You have Saturn in your 12th house as well. And so something you kind of have to chip away at, but then once you do and embody it, you know, you're really stepping into your your calling. Yes. yes. And I feel like that literally has just happened this year where I'm fully, fully. I mean, I've been like playing with it, tiptoeing around it for the past few years, but like this, this past year, especially has been very, I'm like, okay, I think I actually know who I am and know what I can do, you know, and that is the understanding that is so necessary for, for you to be open, right. To, to be able Mm -hmm. to, to share in that way and receive in that way. Yeah. It's never too late. (laughs) No. Oh my goodness. No. I just turned 50. So no. (laughs) (laughs) So then your moon sign is in Scorpio, another water sign in the fourth house of home, family, and long-term security. So you really hold space for people's transformation. But I also look at the fourth house as being rooted to our maternal lineage. It also has the element of the divine feminine there. And the fourth and 12th houses are also water houses. So you've got like a lot of water going on. Water is associated with our intuition and noticing how things feel in our body and flowing with it, right? 
And so for you, what makes you feel the most fulfilled is when you're helping people transform their connection to who they really are. If we think about the fourth house being part of the, like your ancestral lineage, and that includes your past lives. Cause like we could have been our ancestors as well. Um, yeah. That one always blows my mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I'm, but I'm always like, wait. What? How is that possible? But it is so, oh, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many juicy things to talk about. Um, but yeah, it's all about transformation for you. And of course, Scorpio is so intuitive as well. You can just like sense what people's blocks are really easily, even if they don't tell you, which is what you do, right? And then your cancer rising. So your job is to help people feel safe, seen, heard, protected, and cared for on a deep emotional level that they might not get to experience elsewhere in their life. You know, even our family, we don't always want to tell them all about our true selves. We, in, some, in fact, they can be like the hardest people to talk to sometimes, depending on your family dynamic. And then the last thing I want to mention about your chart is your career line is in Aries. So the reason why you want to use your intuitive faculties to help people connect with their higher purpose and feel more safe in their lives and their bodies and their emotions is to help them get fired up to follow their passions in life. That's Aries. But what's really cool is you have Mars, Chiron, and Chericlo on your career line. Chiron being a shamanic healer, Chericlo being the feminine counterpart of Chiron, and Mars is all about energy and energy healing. So this is all like a, a fire starter for other people, and you use water to do it, which is an interesting thing about it. Wow, that's so cool. That is so cool. Oh, I love that. I'm a fire starter and I use water to to move it. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah. And to move things out of the way, right? Because yeah, like we get yeah. stagnant, like water can be stagnant, like a swamp. And yeah. you're like, let's clear this out. Yeah. Let's clear this out. Oh, and I I do think, you know, because I have cancer, so much cancer in my chart. Um you know, I just hosted a retreat and I had women from the ages of like 32 to 62. And it's just so, I, I just love to like kind of step back sometimes and watch the way that I can, the way that I hold these women. I mean, it is so amazing. Like how that really is like, my job is to hold and nurture and light a fire under them all at the same time. Like, it's just, I mean, cause I'm such a, a mother, you know, like such a mothering nurture personality that just wants to like hold everybody and just like, Oh, so I just, it's, it's always so interesting how the astrology aspects of things just, I mean, it's so there it is. Mm -hmm. It's always just so mind blowing. Yeah. Energy doesn't lie. Oh, <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> I love it. So beautiful. Amazing. I mean, your whole chart's really interesting. So I could definitely go further, but I think we've made the point that, you know, this is your calling. And now I want to talk about how other people could open up to channeling if they want to explore this further. Maybe they're feeling called or maybe you guys listening are hearing people say, oh, my spirit guide said this to me. And you're like, well, how did that happen? I want that to happen to me. Oh, I 
truly believe that working with your breath is the key to everything that you desire. Our breath is so medicinal and and healing and it is literally the the pathway to everything that you desire. I mean, if you think about the, you know, God breathed life into you. And then if you can just imagine that each breath that you take in is this, is this holy divine breath. And then therefore you are divine. And so that breath alone connects you closer to divinity itself. And so I really believe that working with the breath is the pathway to get you closer to divinity to closer to the higher to the spiritual realms to receive it has been the number one tool that has supported me and all that i have become and it is the tool that i guide everyone through of you know cuz it's kind of like a system like you got to you got to clear out the congestion in your body you got to clear out the stuck stagnant energy in your body first to be able to receive any messages, you know, because if you're too filled up with thoughts, even, you know, thoughts in your mind and like stuck energy, old wounds in your body, then that just means you're filled up. You're literally not open to receive because you just got too much going on. But when you use your breath, that can number one, help you clear your mind. It can get you into that active meditative zone of consciousness. And then you're just, you're not thinking. And so it clears your mind. And then it also, when you use it, like how I teach it, you know, where you really pull that breath into your belly space and you expand your lower chakras and your nervous system. And it really helps stir the emotion in your body that you've been holding onto that is literally like stored and stuck in your body that causes that dense energy the breath can go into all the little nooks and crannies in your body and just go in there and just like sweep through almost and and stir things up so that you can exhale it out and then you can breathe in that beautiful divine breath again let it go clean house sweep around do what it needs to do and then release and each time you breathe in and you breathe out you're literally creating space in your body to be more connected to divinity. And that's where we are more connected to our higher self. Um, all, you know, our angels, our past loved ones, our, you know, goddesses, priestesses, deity, all, all the things like, but it takes letting go so that we can rise up to meet them because they literally spirit can't come all the way down here. We have to at least go up halfway to meet, you know, we, we got to be able to meet somewhere along the way. So for me, I really, truly believe that breath is the pathway to to get you there. You mentioned earlier how trust has been such a big part of it. And I know for me too, it's been all about trust. How did you build that trust? Trials and tribulations. (laughs) I, I remember one of the best things I heard at the very beginning of my journey because once I came back from that retreat and I was like, I'm a healer. Yay. I was like, now what? Um, I had my massage therapy practice. Like I was still a full-time working massage. And I mean, I do deep tissue massage. Like people came to me because they were hurting, not for energy work by any means. 
but I knew my certain clients that I could work on. And I'd be like, do you mind if I do a little energy work at the very end? And they'd be like, I don't know what that means, but sure. And so I'd be like, I really don't either, but let's play. And so I would just let my hands move over their body, not touching their skin at all, but energetically moving over their body. And my hand would stop and I would hear a message as to what that emotion was, you know, and I I could hear it and I'd be like, whoa, is that true? I wonder, but I'm not going to say this, but I mean, this is my client, my massage therapy client. Like, I'm not going to say that, but I remember hearing one time that if you do not share or acknowledge the information that is being shared with you from a spiritual, you know, place of of holiness and and beautiful divine messages, then that those messages will just disappear and they'll go to somebody else or, you know, it just, it's like, oh, okay, bye-bye. And so I, I felt that so deeply and I did not want that to happen. And so I would allow myself to have the courage. I would say the difficult thing, you know, like this thing, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but I would say it and all of a sudden, like, I'd be like, oh my God, it was right. And so each time I would say, I would have the courage to say something and then get confirmation that it was correct. That built the self-trust within each time I was like, oh, okay, I did it right. Okay. You know, because you don't just become this, you know, like you, it it is such a work in progress and, but it is that cultivating self-trust. So like I said, with each session, each each time it gets bigger and bigger, I'm like pushing myself to an envelope and I'm just like, is this it right here? Like, is it safe for me to do this? And then I I can look back and be like, well, I've gotten this far by trusting myself and by trusting spirit. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing the envelope. I'm going to keep pushing past that threshold. And then before you know it, you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And then all of a sudden you're free. And then it's just your one big open vessel. And it's just a beautiful divine experience, but it is quite the process to get there and quite the lesson of trust between you and spirit. I think one of the most comforting things about channeling is knowing that you don't have to figure out everything on your own in life. Like there is support all around you and they're waiting for you to ask. And it's like, we don't have to do this all alone. And when, if you're trying to find your calling or you're trying to figure out how to navigate really difficult situations or emotions or a healing crisis, you know, there's so much support out there. So I think that's one of the really beautiful benefits of it. Even if you don't want to go into like, oh, I'm a channeler and I'm going to work with clients, you know, it can bring so much to your life, even just helping you navigate your own soul mission, whatever that might be. Yes. Um, I know when I first started channeling light language, I was, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like I, I, you know, I was doing all the research and, and then again, I just felt like this inner knowing that it was like, you don't have to do anything with this. And, and I didn't for years, I would just speak like language to myself and let my hand, you know, let my body experience and let my hands move over and, and receive that and pour into myself, you know, and just explore what does this mean? Because honestly, I, I did not know, but it felt really good for me. And, I think that what you're saying is just so true and important. Like it doesn't have to mean anything. We always try to put a meaning on so many things, you know, when we don't understand them. So when we can just, you know, 
take that deep breath and and just know that we are so we are so supported, we are so held, we are so loved at all times and and just that's another reason why I think um working with the breath is so important because it really brings you into the present moment when you're getting in your head and you're trying to think like, what does this mean? What is happening? I don't understand. That's you thinking in advance. That's you, you're thinking of the future, you know, but if we can take that deep breath, that breath right then, right there will bring you to the present moment. And you're just like, oh, oh wait, it's okay. Like I'm just here and I'm um, what, what, what am I hearing? How does it make me feel? What do I need to ask? Like, just ask, what does this mean? You know, I feel like we forget that we can ask questions to spirit because that's one thing I'll, I'll forget. And I'll be like, in my head, like, what does this mean? And, and I'll be overthinking everything. And it's like, oh, why don't I just ask? <laughs> yes. And sometimes it takes time. Like it might be a few days because they're trying to get a message across through like showing you things versus just telling you. Yes. Oh my goodness. All the beautiful signs, all the little angel signs and messages and, and the feelings in your body. I just, it's all there. There's just such a, such a divine support team that we have that is literally, like you said, right there with us. And they're just trying so hard to pour into us and be like, hello, but we get so caught up in our day-to-day life. I try to make my life more like a, like a walking prayer. You know, I just feel like everything that I do, because I'm not, I don't really set aside a lot of time for meditation because people are always like, well, what's your meditation practice? I'm like, I, I don't really have a very strong meditation practice. I just feel like my, like, I just try to embody a walking prayer or a walking meditation. You know, I just really try to uh, be that at, in all aspects of my life. And when you do that, you'll realize, you know, when you do start going off the rails and your mind starts going crazy, you're like, oh, wait, what? just deep breath. Let me pull, pull it right back into my heart space. And, and how can I recenter myself and, and come back home in this moment? Mm, that's so beautiful. I know so many people are so relieved to hear that because they're like, oh crap, I would have to meditate for an hour every day. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. Every moment is a meditation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just let it be, let it be fun. Let it be easy. Let it be, let it be easy. That is my motto for everything, literally everything, anything that I do. I'm like, if it, if I press up against resistance, I'm like, how can I make this easy? <laughs> yeah. Follow the path of least resistance. Exactly. This like, it's, it's, that's what, and that's another thing. Like when we are really connected to our, our true self. And when we're, we have all these aspects of ourselves that are really centered within then we're we're already walking a path, an aligned path, and and we don't have to worry about everything, you know, and it because it's really truly not that hard when you're in alignment, and then you realize real quick when things are out of alignment, you're like, oh, well, how can I course cor- correct this really quick? I know you have a course on breathing specifically into the chakras, so tell us about yes. that for anyone who's hearing yes. this and like, oh, I I want to do breath work. <laughs> Yes, I do. And it's it's really quite beautiful. It's seven different main chakras. And each video we are taking, you know, we're starting with our root and I'm teaching you how to take that breath all the way down into your root chakra. And then it's just uh, intuitively 
guided experience for the collective of whoever's watching the video. And it just is, uh, I'll guide you wherever and I'll pick up on certain things and I'll have you breathe into certain areas and release certain things. And then we just take each chakra at a time and going all the way up to our crown. And it's so beautiful. And it's really awesome because you know, with our energy centers, we have these layers, you know, we, so we breathe into them and we peel away a layer and then we kind of integrate with that. And then we go in a little bit deeper. And so we just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into our energy centers. And, and it's, it's never ending. I mean, there's always something deeper in there. And so these videos are just really supportive because you can use them as many times as you need. And, you know, like even six months later, you can go back and be like, I think I need this again. Cause things build up, we hold on to things. And this is kind of like doing that little sweeping where you just go back in and kind of sweep some things around and be like, okay, it's cleanup time. Yeah. Energetic hygiene. Yes. Yeah. But I, I love breath work. I love working with energy. And, and so this was just a way that pulled it all together. That was, you know, channeled through me. So I just, it's, it's a beautiful course. Yeah. I think that's a really good point too, that like another benefit of channeling is like your offerings. They do, they just flow out of you. It's not like racking your brain market research. What do we do? What's going to sell? What are the words to say? It just like, it just comes through. Oh, it is. It's so true. Now, the frustrating part about that is when you want or need to be making more money or like you need another offer and you're like, but I don't have a download, damn it. (laughs) You know, that's where it's like, well, you know, but that also teaches you self-trust. That goes back to the trust part because I've tried to force things out of like, desperation, like, oh, I need some money or I need the things, you know? And so I was like creating from my ego and it never works out. But when I can sit back and trust that when I need to receive whatever I need to receive, that it will really show up and it gets to be easy. And that when I'm in alignment with what feels really good on those intuitive downloads, then it's perfect that every retreat I've hosted has been an intuitive download. And I never know, I can't plan in advance because I've tried and it did not work out. But if, if I trust, I receive the name of the retreat, the location and the date. And, and each time it's incredible. And so as long as I can just be like, okay, fine. I mean, it's just a lesson over and over again to surrender, surrender Vaughn. They just, you know, and anytime I don't, I got to learn the lesson, but those lessons, you have to learn those because that's what creates the trust. Yeah, exactly. It's not just one and done. It's like constant learning and evolving. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a journey, but I think it's such a beautiful becoming of that, of cultivating that, that trust, because you have to have the trust to be able to surrender. And if you're trying to surrender into spirit and and let your life be a, you know, a walking prayer and, and, and movement like that, then you, you have to have that trust because when you're surrender, if you don't really trust that that you're going to be supported, then you're not going to surrender. And then you're going to stay in a loop of, of, not going where you want to go mm-hmm. and not receiving what you want to receive. Yeah. We like pull our energy and we're like, let me just deal with this. But it's like, but everybody in the energetic world wants to help you and they know more than yes. us. 
<laughs> yes, so much more. There is, it's it's crazy. Like my mind is blown every day about the magic and miracles I get to witness when we are open to them. Yes. So beautiful. It's been so amazing connecting with you and having you share your journey and your story with us. I'm going to put the link to your course and where to find you and everything in the show notes below. Are there any like last words of wisdom you want to share with everyone before we go? Well, thank you so much for our time and this conversation. It's been very enlightening for me too, to like, because I don't ever get to like specifically talk about channeling. And, and so that's been really fun. So thank you so much. And, and just my biggest thing is be gentle with yourself. We, you know, we get really hard on ourselves when we put a lot of expectations on ourselves. And when we don't hit those expectations, we get super disappointed. So be gentle, have fun. I always think of the cosmos as, you know, just a big giant playground, like just go play in the cosmos and learn and explore because we do not know that world, but we're learning. And so we just have to go up there and play. I love it so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Vaughn, you can find out more about her and her work at vonpiero.com. Link in the show notes. Also, be sure to go check out her podcast, Cosmic Healing. And I hope you have such a beautiful, magical, intuitively filled week. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Bye. For more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for astrology email updates, check out soulshineastrology.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling to help other cool people like us find the show. The Cosmic Calling community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for astrology classes, monthly forecasts, cosmic planning tools, plus bonus features for these podcast episodes by going to soulshineastrology.com community.